Welcome to the Francisca Show podcast on JewishCoffeeHouse.com, the show where I give a voice to Jewish issues, topics, and people. I'm Francisca Frady, your host. Last week we had two episodes, so make sure to check them both out. And today we have a short mini one for you, just so we can stay on schedule every Tuesday. This is a Jewish Coffee House podcast, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Francisca Show. Today with us, we have Libby Kalikstein from Israel. Welcome to the show. I am very honored to have you. You came highly recommended. I've actually participated in one of the weeks, I think. Tell us about the project. It's called Eshet Chayal. Yeah. So this project is to give some somewhat of that feeling of a connection of we're with you, some kind of figurative hug to these heroes that are home alone, some of them since the war broke out, since Simchas Torah, where we give packages every week to these mothers with their children at home. We gather women and families from all over Yerushalayim to be part of this. So basically these women prepare a package, which includes any home good, a cake, beautifully wrapped toy, a game, some arts and crafts. And most important part is that they, the women sit and write a beautiful note to the mother and the children sit and write different letters and drawings for the kids. They pass it on to me, beautifully wrapped in nice bags. And we get lists of these families and we send it on. We have volunteers going around and giving them out. Some are Thursday night, some are Friday, right before Shabbos. And what became from this project is way more than I expected. There is a beautiful, beautiful connection of families. What, we, what I tried doing from the very beginning was to get the families that are sending a package to give their information, either a phone or email, so that the family who's receiving the package has the opportunity of getting back to you. Obviously, some are, you know, would just want to thank you. But what I was looking is to create this connection between families that on the day-to-day, we would never connect. You know, we're, we're different. We come from a more Haredi world. We're connecting with women that, you know, we meet them and, you know, we'll go to the mall, we'll see them in the mall, or, you know, we'll some of them will... I'm saying it's just we don't have that connection, that relationship on the day-to-day, the regular life. And this war just kind of created this beautiful relationship. And the stories are beyond incredible. And what I find is that the families are keeping up a beautiful connection. Once a week, they'll write to each other. You know, the mother will pick up the phone. She'll be like, how you doing? Is there anything that we could help? Even just like, you know, okay, they'll exchange a recipe just because they love the cake or they love the the goodies. And some of the kids call the kids that they receive their letters. And I, I have videos of kids calling, you know, their friends from from the package. And it's just, I find this incredible. I've spoken to a woman who called me up and she said, this, this is so beautiful. And she was crying on the phone and she said, you have to understand we sit here at home and every knock on the door, I jump. I'm like, who knows who's standing behind there? And this is something that to us, Haredi, we, it's hard for us to relate because we don't, most of us don't serve in the army. Everyone, different people serve in different ways, but the 
actual serving in the army is not something that most of us do. It's just the opportunity for us to really see and realize what these heroes, I call them heroes, what they go through, what they go through. And this is a war and it's scary and it's frightening and they have to be there strong for their kids and continue life. And most of them are working. I mean, I don't know. I find it like, I really find it incredible. And it's like that little bit that we could do to just give them that feeling we're with you. We're thinking of you. People sit and write such beautiful notes. I have neighbors and friends and we don't know where these packages are going. The ones that are right sending the package don't know where these packages are going. And sometimes they ask me, they're like, so what should we write? Who is getting the package? I said, I don't know, just anything that could just give them that good feeling, whatever you want to tell them. You know, I find it in a way maybe even easy that I don't even know where it's going to because then I just feel very free writing whatever I feel. And they all say like more than the cake, more than the game. The letters to them is something that is just really, really heartwarming. It's a personal touch. It's more than a product. It's it's somebody's words. And not just that. One of the weeks that we had, we got a very big donation of someone in America that heard of our project and, want, and wanted to be part. So they sent us a lot of money and we were able to extend the amount of packages and we went and got gains. And then I got a few girls together and I said, listen, I need 60, I need 70, 80, whatever the amount was. I need you guys to bake for me 80 cakes. And they just went there and a bunch of girls and the mother who let that in her kitchen is incredible. But they just went and baked a storm and they brought me the cakes. And then they were like, okay, so we have to sit and write letters. I mean, every package has to come with a letter. So one of them was like, maybe we should just print one letter and then just copy it. I said, oh, no, 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 no. If we do that, then these 80 packages are worthless. It has to be handwritten with a personal touch. We're working so hard on those beautiful packages, but we're not sitting and we're not printing copy-paste on all of them. You say you have some stories. Can you share a few more stories with us? So different women just just feel like they, you know, there's finally someone there and they could just share maybe the fact that they don't know me, someone a little bit maybe from the outside. So they really just share, they share? with us different, like if it's difficulties that what? they're going through, if it's just this, like, they really feel like this achtus and this togetherness that we're in, it really gives them that strength of like, we, we could do that. One of the ladies told me, she wrote to me, I, I opened my phone after Shabbos and I saw this beautiful message from her and she says, I had such a hard day on Friday. I was sitting and crying. I couldn't believe we're going into the fourth week alone. I haven't heard from my husband in a week and a half already. I haven't seen him since Simchas Torah. And she said, I'm just, I was just sitting over here and my kids were playing and I just started crying and I was like, how am I doing this? I didn't bake, I didn't make anything for Shabbos yet. I just don't have that energy to get up and to just be strong. And she says, and out of the blue, there was a knock on the door. And this cute little girl who is one of the volunteers that we know from the neighborhood came with this beautiful, gorgeous package, a nice bag. Even just the the fact that people put in, in the little details, if it's a cellophane bag with a beautiful ribbon and it just does something, the feeling that you're just getting, you're being pampered. She got this beautiful package with a beautiful, beautiful note because I know who wrote it. And I happen to have seen it because it, it was like nicely stuck on the outside of the bag. So I've seen it as it was going through my house. It was a beautiful letter. And she says her kids were jumping. There was a beautiful game that was wrapped. 
and there was arts, some arts and crafts. And not just that, this lady who sent the package added a little perfume for the mother with a beautiful envelope and a nice note inside. She, this lady said, I burst out crying. She says, I couldn't believe they knew exactly where, when, what. Just gave me this like, we're together, they're with us. I don't know who this lady is, but she just gave me this incredible hug from afar. This is what we're hearing the whole time. I mean, the the the, the messages and the emails and the pictures. Uh, I'll just ask one more question and feel free to dodge it if you want to. I know in this context, when people are receiving, they're not going to present any other things that may come up for them. But I'm just thinking, is there any resentment that those mothers might feel toward like, because of your life choices and your hashkafos, you get to have your husband at home and I don't, and your package is not going to make anything better for me. Have you gotten anything like that? Have you gotten anything? So that's very interesting. I, I had a little bit of that fear at the beginning when we started just because like you say, you know, I mean, it's very nice. We're nice and safe at home. Our husbands are home. They're not sacrificing their lives for everyone, but I was very determined and I was very, I I had full, full faith. And, and, and I believe that this project is coming from a really good point. And we meant, we just meant well, and we just wanted to do this because it really came from a very, very good and pure place. And I must say, not at all, really like nothing of what, of what you mentioned, definitely not what we're receiving, but I, I feel very, very much that even out there in the world, you know, past this project, I think that the secular world, maybe the more, I, I get obviously less Haredi, Dati world, really saw us at a, in a different light since this war started. I mean, the amount of giving and volunteering and just being there, you know, so we don't actually go and serve in the army, but we serve in so many different areas and in so many different ways. I mean, any, you know, take any organization like Zaka or Hatzala. I mean, these are all from Orthodox, you know, ultra Orthodox men that are there fighting the battle, just like anyone else. I mean, they were there, they themselves weren't home for you know, down there and doing what no one else can do. There was so much hate. There was so much division, segregation. Yeah. We're not like you. We're like this. There was, it was really bad. It was really, really bad. And I think that we all took it to the other extreme, to the other extreme of there is no difference between us. Everyone was saying that, but I really felt it so strong that, you know, our enemies don't see the difference. If we cover our hair if we wear pants, if we think this way or that way, to them, we're all one. To them, we're all Jewish. And if they think that we're like that, I mean, who, if not, we should think that way in bad thing, you know, when bad things happen or during a war, people walk down the street and you see anyone and you just feel like you could just, you know, you just feel like hugging everyone. And just, I live in a regular Haredi neighborhood and we have a lot of hotels around us and a lot of apartments with people from the south people that had to escape my kids have 
kids in school with them, totally not the regular kids that they are used to. There wasn't much of like, do you fit in? Do you not fit in? They just took them in. My daughter was telling me, you know, oh, this girl is from this place. Even just the fact that they hear of like just different cities and different stories. And these girls are just sharing with them what it, what it means to just be away from home and what's going on with the fam- people over here that are just collecting for them. If it's clothing, these people left with what they were wearing and just escaped. Yesterday, someone told me that they got a message that there is a family that is having a bar mitzvah in two days and that has nothing. And within maybe three hours, they had everything down from a hall, a singer, clothing, somebody to do the hair, a photographer, obviously didn't cost them a dime. Like, this is incredible. I mean, the amount of linen that I had donated and pillow pillows and blankets and coats and winter clothing that we just went there from our kids' closets and just pulled out totally perfect condition clothing. If people want to participate or join from near or afar, do you have a few places you can mention? And then we'll you we'll put links or emails in the show notes. So anyone here in Yerushalayim that would want to join or the outside of Yerushalayim, you can give my number. They're more than welcome to contact me if they would want to join our project and make packages, help us deliver. There are different areas where they can help. Anyone from abroad that would want to join, you can sponsor a package. You can send us a donation of anything that you feel like. What we do have is we give the option of pe- for people to really feel even more connected and write an email, write a beautiful note to these families and send it to us. And we print it for them and we attach it to the package that you donated, even if they live 6,000 miles away. One question, you actually suggested this question, and it's a good one. What would you like for this to become after the war? So my dream is for, I mean, everyone's like, oh, this should just stay. Like we should just, we should just be together and just stay. My dream for the end of the war, I mean, every week I'm like, maybe it's going to be next week. Maybe we're going to do it. Maybe it's going to be like this end of this week is to make a beautiful big party with all the families that had given packages and all the families that received the packages and to just get together, all of us, and I don't know if it's going to be a evening of dancing, of kind of just meeting, just connecting. This this is to me like, this is going to be like some kind of end to this in our project. We're going to do it. It's, it's going to happen. What I would love is if the families can stay connected. It's so beautiful because there aren't any structured ways for women from different communities to be in the same environment. Exactly. So so beautiful. beautiful. Thank you so much, Libby, for sharing your time, for doing this project. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening until the end. Stay safe. Be kind. See you next time.